Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. everyone. My name is Allison Graves and welcome to Coronavirus in Florida, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. This episode was released on Wednesday, March 18th. On this show, we'll talk to experts and reporters, share the facts behind the spread of the virus and discuss what could happen next. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how coronavirus spreads and why flattening the curve is important. Floridians are on high alert after Governor Ron DeSantis took another big step in locking down the state. The governor announced that as of 5 p.m. Tuesday, bars and nightclubs would be closing for 30 days. He also ordered all of Florida's universities to finish out their spring semesters online and recommended that no groups larger than 10 be allowed at beaches. And later in the day, the state said it was extending the time students aren't on campus at least until April 15th, and they scrapped K-12 testing. To get a better understanding of why these steps are being taken, we are going to talk to Dr. Sally Al-Rabah, an infectious disease specialist at the University of South Florida. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Allison. Thanks for having me. So today I really wanted to talk a little bit about how you catch coronavirus. And so I've seen a lot of people washing their hands, wearing gloves and masks. Uh, but I really want to get to the truth behind the virus. How can we contract it? So uh, let me start by saying one thing about the what, what's going on with the coronavirus right now. Uh, as you know, Allison, it is a brand new virus to us. So as people are implementing some changes to limit its transmission, we're at the same time trying to understand its behavior. So uh, I will share with you the most updated knowledge with mm-hmm. the understanding that things will change from day to day as we know more and find out more and more studies come out about it. But what we know so far is that it's a respiratory uh, virus, meaning that it uh, is able to uh, cause pneumonia or respiratory type of infections. Uh, What we know also is that at this point, it is a human-to-human transmission, meaning that a sick person can pass it on to other people. Uh, We uh, believe at this time that one infected person may pass it up to three, uh, three to four other people, and each one has the ability to pass it to another three or four people. So you can imagine the, the rate of growth of those uh, who may be infected with it can you know easily multiply exponentially. So that we know. Uh, the virus we believe that it, it is transmitted, but what we call droplet transmission, meaning that an infected person, when they sneeze or cough, the virus travel in their respiratory 
particles or secretions, and it can either be inhaled by another individual or it can land on a surface and the other individual may touch the infected surface and our hand will take it to our face, nose, mouth, and also our hand can pass it on to the next individual and and so forth. Uh, There are questions if the virus can be transmitted by other means, for example, dust particles and, you know, in the stool and things like that. And at this time, you know, scientists are studying these other phenomena. But what we know for sure is the droplet and the contact. So once a person's infected, how does it affect them? So the one good thing about this virus, it looks like 80% of people, at least what we've seen the Chinese experience with this virus, 80% may have... Um, mild symptoms or no symptoms, meaning a a, a minor cough or minor uh, flu-like, which uh, the person may not even pay that much attention to it. However, in 20% of people, it will cause a significant illness. About 5% of uh, those uh, individuals may need intensive care unit to support their breathing. Uh, When the virus is inhaled to our lungs, it attacks... um, uh, our lung cells, specifically uh, what we call uh, type 2 lung cells, the virus is able to get inside the cell and cause significant inflammation and damage. Now, because it's a new virus, our body never saw it before, uh, it can react abnormally to it and cause what we call a cytokine storm, almost like a burn uh, or a war that happens in the lung. Now, what uh, people have observed is that certain a group of the population have a tendency uh, to respond like that uh, to the virus, uh, specifically elderly people and people with a compromised immune system. And at this point, Alison, our most efforts are directed to protect this group of individuals. And that's why you would uh, you would hear the, the, the local health departments and the CDC urging young people to do their part as to not pass these infections to the most vulnerable uh, population, uh, which the virus can literally kill. So I think another phrase I hear people talk about a lot is flattening the curve. So is that social distancing, even with people who maybe are asymptomatic, is that kind of to flatten the curve, so so to speak? Yes, the, those 80% are vital to this concept of flattening the curve. And just in simple terms, what what flattening the curve mean? Uh, we, we already know this is a pandemic. It's here. People are going to get it. What uh, people are trying to do is to reduce the number of severely ill people uh, from happening all at the same time. Because if you, if I'm sitting in the emergency room today and I get 20 people who are critically sick, that's one thing. If I'm sitting in the emergency room and I get two people who are critically sick, obviously then better care can be delivered to the two people rather than 20. So we don't want to overwhelm and dilute care and hence lose patients because we're not able to deal with the numbers. Uh, so flattening the curve, meaning that we are hoping that we already know we're going to get severe cases. We just want to make sure that they come in like one by one rather than by the tens or, or the hundreds to the hospital. Um, So the last thing I wanted to kind of touch on here is people often compare coronavirus to the flu, even though data shows that coronavirus is more deadly and easier to catch. Can you speak to why that comparison is flawed? 
I have to agree the comparison is flawed. Uh, one thing we, we all know, the, the flu or influenza and the uh is a, a deadly disease in its own right. I mean, we wish every season we make sure that we get prepared for the flu season, right? Because it does cause a lot of what we call morbidity and mortality. It does kill a lot of people. What's different here is that, for example, for influenza, we do have vaccines. So we're able to vaccinate these vulnerable individuals, right? So they're less likely mm-hmm. to get the disease. Also, if, if they do get the disease, we have medication. So we, we can still help them. Um, we do not have these options with corona. So if, if, if you get exposed and there's no vaccine that can protect you and we don't have medication, so the likelihood that they get very sick is, is, is very high. Also, the mortality with um, corona just on its own seems to be higher than that with influenza. For example, we know now in the United States the mortality from influenza is 0.1%, meaning that it takes a 1,000 people for one person to die. Right. With Corona, we're seeing an average of 3.5%. So from every 100, you have three or four people dying. And in the elderly, it goes up to 14%. Wow. I will give you more real uh, numbers. In the influenza season, this up to now, we have 50 million people who got infected and about 50,000 died. And that's mortality of 0.1%. Now, take the 0.1% and make that 3.5 on average or 14%. Then we're going to be losing hundreds of thousands of people uh, if the corona, you know, went viral, so so to speak, in the community. So, uh, you know, people dying from influenza is bad. 50,000 is bad. But can you imagine 150,000 dying? So the... the, the Influenza is a bad disease on its own right, but we have to be very careful comparing it to corona because we are dealing with an entirely different uh, virus with a different behavior. So is there anything else you'd like to add or anything else you think people should know? Sure. The the fittest and foremost, something that I saw with my own eyes and very, very sad about it is how the general public, especially people who are not infected or people at low risk, you know, the young and the healthy are going out and buying masks and, and gloves. We know for a fact that the mask does not protect you from catching it. Uh, the, the mask is meant to um, curb the patient to give it to other people, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if you're a healthy individual, and, you know, you practice social distancing and hand washing, please do not, you know, walk around masked and having, um, you know, gloves and all that because all you're doing is that you're just putting a strain on the supply and also the amount of plastics that's just, you know, polluting everywhere. Uh, Hand washing is the number one and the most effective. The other issue is just wearing gloves and, you know, it may give you a false sense of security. Mm -hmm. Uh, If if you're wearing gloves and forgetting to wash hands or not as diligent, um, you're just deceiving yourself and everybody else. You're still getting it around and you can, you know, put it in your clothes or your face. Uh, Wash hands and practice social distancing. That's what you need as a young, healthy individual. I think this has been super helpful. And I think a lot of the time, maybe we've heard a lot of this information, but it kind of flies by you because information is moving so fast. So I really appreciate you sitting down and having a conversation with us about it. You're welcome, Alison. Thank you. 
Well, folks, that does it for today's episode. Remember, for the latest information on coronavirus in Florida, you can visit tampabay.com slash coronavirus. We also created a Facebook group so you can easily find all of our reporting, ask questions, or share concerns. You can find a link to join that group in the description of this podcast. Also, we are officially up and running on almost all podcast platforms, so please subscribe, rate, and review us. This has been Coronavirus in Florida. Thanks for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.